Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. In light of the moral decline in society, especially in America, there are some Catholics who are taking a strong moral stand for righteousness. Father Andrew Kemberling is one of those. We interview him about life, marriage, and family. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps on site at the Western Conservative Summit, the Gaylord Hotel in Denver, Colorado. And this is the second largest gathering of conservatives in America every year after CPAC. And that was in Orlando, I was also there. But here in Denver, we're interviewing celebrity walk-ups. In this case, Father Andrew Kemberling of the Immaculate Heart of Mary Church in North Glen, Colorado. Father Andrew, welcome to the program, sir. Thank you, Chaps, good to be here. So I'm honored to have you on, but we don't have enough Catholic voices on our program. I hope you can represent. I'd love to do that. I, <laughs> I do it all the time. I'm happy to be a conservative and a Catholic. Well, you've been active in politics, aside from pastoring your local church, yes. uh, which you, you retired from sort of three years ago, but you're still active in leadership roles as a yeah. consultant. Yes. You've also been on the board of the Colorado Family Alliance, which is a pro-family organization, yeah. very ecumenical, a lot of different faiths to encourage morality in the public sphere. That's correct, that's right. Our society right now is under attack by socialism and the socialists have a tricky way of doing this. What they do is they attack the values that we hold to be dear to us. Those values are Christian values. And the Christian values in our country are under attack by redefining what those values are. And by doing that at the most basic level, our schools, that is how they're accomplishing what they're accomplishing. Do you think there's an attack on children? I know uh, like like parochial schools, you, you have a special exemption to to, to protect your kids from bad doctrine, but the yes. public schools are no, a mess. They are, and the, and it's sort of just a quick primer on where Catholic schools stood with public schools. You know, when Catholic schools got started, it's because they were using the Bible in the classroom in the public schools. Well, we as Catholics say, well, we wanted a Catholic Bible, and that was a Protestant Bible. So the idea was to have Catholic schools be e parallel, but equal. Well. Then the Bible got kicked out of public schools because of those scope monkey trials. Yep. That wasn't to get rid of, that was, a, that was a Protestant endeavor to get religion out of public schools, the Bible out of the public schools. Yeah, and now the Catholic schools are the only ones with the Bible. I know, and that's the craziest deal. <laughs> how did that happen? I don't know how that happened. But now Catholic schools have become not parallel, they've become excellent places of education because we can talk about morality. We educate body, soul, and their uh, body, mind, and soul, all yeah. three. Yeah. Whereas in public schools, they don't want to even admit there's a soul. And so people say, well, how can you say Catholic schools are superior? Well, you leave out one third of the education. Of course they're superior. You have to be able to educate a person's soul. And you don't do that. In fact, you indoctrinate people with, with things that are not true and they do it at the most basic level. 
Chaps, this is the most amazing thing, is that Common Core is socialism. And there are some Catholic leaders in, the, in our church, there are leaders across the country who think Common Core is a good thing. Excuse me, I'm a, I have a master's degree in education. This is socialism. And what they've done is they've taken the very core ideas and switched them around so that people will not believe the way Christians believe. And they're going right after our little children to do it. Talk about the new so-called transgender movement. And we've seen uh, bills like in Florida to prevent the homosexualization before third grade. Yes. When should children learn about sexuality and what is what happens in parochial schools? In parochial schools, we do have sex education, but we work closely with parents because for our understanding, sexuality is taught in religion, not in biology class. Wait, say that again slowly. Sexu sexual education is taught in religion class, not in biology, not as a science. Really? Because then you talk about the moral aspect about reproduction and to, and the idea of why is there sexuality and it gets to this idea called the dream the dream is what was god's intention with love and marriage and that's what sex is for it's for two purposes procreation and unity of love and you say this as a priest who is not married that's right and i <laughs> and i believe it i i count on other people to live this truth out i hope they will because i want there to be a future and in that, there's the fruits of being faithful. There is um, uh, faithfulness, permanence, and um, I'm drawing a blank. No, 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 <laughs> it's not. Uh, talk about celibacy. How did you decide, uh, and why does the Catholic Church not allow their priests to get married? You know, there is a passage where Jesus, I think it's in Matthew's Gospel, where he talks about there are some people who forsake marriage for the sake of the kingdom of God. And we're one of those. And so he says, for those that can do it, those who can't, they should get married, but those who can forsake it, and they talk about people that have been made eunuchs, but then there are those who will give up this lifestyle for the kingdom of God. I have heard that call, and so I, have, I live it. It doesn't mean I repudiate marriage. In fact, I hold marriage in high esteem. It's that my lifestyle is set up so that I will be able to be available and I'm also witnessing to the reality that when you go to heaven, you're not gonna be married. I'm witnessing to that reality now. I believe it so much, I'm living it now. We're all gonna be married to Jesus because we're the right. bride and he's the groom. You're right. And I say this often in the pulpit, I said, if you don't think you're married to Jesus, I want you to know Jesus thinks he's married to you. <laughs> You're not wrong. I, I think he does agree with that sentiment. Yeah, uh, God. I, I would just say God thinks he's married to you because if you look in the, you know, the prophet Isaiah, he says it very clearly about the bride and and how he's married to us, and that's the kind of love God has for us. And the marriage between God and humanity is the incarnation. Jesus became one of us and still is one of us. I'm Dr. Chaps. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Do you need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the
the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. For example, you can get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99 a set. That's a savings of 60% and the lowest price in history. And remember, they're made with the world's best cotton, grown where the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet. They come with my 10-year warranty, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99, the lowest price in history. If you do it right now, I'm also going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers. What makes my slippers different from those other slippers is my exclusive four-layer design. The first layer is my pillow's patented foam, which will help prevent fatigue and offer you incredible support. My second layer is a memory foam that will give you amazing comfort. And layer three is my patented impact gel that'll help reduce stress on your feet. And layer four is a durable outdoor-indoor sole so you can wear my slippers anywhere, anytime. Go online or call right now to order your very own pair of the new My Slippers. Use the promo code on your screen and save an incredible 40% off your My Slippers order. You can enjoy My Slippers anytime, anywhere. What I love most about My Slippers is that I can wear them all day long and not have to change shoes. I personally guarantee the first time you put them on, they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Do you have Muslim friends or neighbors living in America? We want to give them Bibles in their native language, and you can help. We're making a free offer to you, the viewing audience, to help give away free Bibles to Muslims. If you want us to send a copy of the New Testament for yourself or a friend in any of the following languages, we would love to send it to you free of charge. We've got an Arabic New Testament available, Farsi New Testament, Turkish New Testament, the Kurdish New Testament in Kurmanji, the Kurdish New Testament, Sorani, and the Dari Gospel of John. All you need to do is contact our office by phone, 719-574-5900. Again, that's 719-574-5900. Or send an email request to hope at vopg.org. Again, that's hope, H-O-P-E, at vopg.org. And we'll process your request right away. God bless you empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. As, a, as an ordained minister in the Catholic Church, do priests see themselves as married to the church? 
You know, it's interesting. That is one of the spiritualities that are out there. But the, the real history of the church is we had married priests for 1,200 years. And I was telling one of the other booth operators here today that in the Catholic Church, there's two divisions. And a lot of people say, what do you mean two divisions? Well, it's sort of like there's the state level and then there's the federal level. Well, we have like two divisions like that in the Catholic Church. The religious orders are like the federal level and the dioceses are like the local level. Yeah. And local level doesn't have enough resources, so they often call on the federal to come and assist them. Well, that's the religious orders. They come in and then assist, but we're contracted for the local. And the so like the Society of Jesuits, uh, that's that's a religious order, but yeah. it's worldwide. Really. That's right. They're the federal, yeah. and and the Archdiocese of Denver is local. So that's the that's the local part. But they need help, so they get the Jesuits, the Franciscans, the Vincentians. They get the women the religious orders. Yeah. They've always had celibacy. The religious orders. The dioceses, for 1,200 years, they did not. They had married priests. Wow. So a lot of people don't know that in our history. That's blowing my mind. What yeah. pope changed all that? Well, it, the key is, it wasn't one place in one time. What eventually happened over time is sometimes they would make bishops from people that were from the religious orders. Well, they would bring their spirituality with them. And then as that would spread okay. all different places. They phased it out. It eventually got phased out. Okay. In the year, I know this is going to sound a little odd, but you've often heard about the crazy times of the Middle Ages. Well, this is part of the setup. What happened was in 1200 about that, celibacy was required. Then for about 200 years, the church cheated. What do you mean cheated? Well, not the religious orders. The diocese is cheated. They, there were priests and bishops. They had concubines, so you didn't have a priest. You didn't have a wife. You had a concubine, and then your child would be called, and this is the technical name, a bastard, because if you were a bastard, you didn't inherit land rights. Oh no! And so, this messed up all kinds of things in the church. Yeah, because. And the, the, the property, the real estate of the Catholic Church is still owned by Rome, technically. But see, at that time, the priests would own their own property and they started yeah. losing property. Well, they fixed that real quick. They said you couldn't be legally married. Yeah, so and there then was a business decision that was We made. want to be married, so they had concubines. And then eventually the religious order people phased that out as they enforced the discipline of, of celibacy. And, back, and frankly, the way it really got enforced was after Luther, and there was the Reformation, and then when Trent came, that solidified that the Catholic Church would be, would be celibate. The Council of Trent did a lot of things to counteract the Protestant Reformation. Yes. Martin Luther got married. He had, all the yep. Protestant Lutherans got married. The Catholics, not so much after that. Uh, let's take a short break. More with Father Andrew right after this. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I want to invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God. But we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? 
Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. How is your marriage doing? I wanna tell you about an exciting new four-part video DVD Bible study series on God's plan for marriage. In this video series, we team up with marriage and family ministry expert, Vince Dacchioli. There are a lot of things that get in the way of our ability to have a healthy marriage, but with the way God intended it, he always wanted us to see his view of our relationship together. So everything we do when we talk about marriage or whether we're talking to men or whether we're talking to pastors and leaders, it all centers around this idea of vision. It's very important that we understand who God is and our relationship with Him is right in order for us to be able to live out really and truly Ephesians. And that also informs our role as men, how to love our wives. We can't really exactly. love them unless we understand the love of God. Exactly. So if you just think about love, you, we tend to think that love is an emotion. It's more uh, something that I feel, whereas the true definition of love, the way Jesus intended it, is, is not just an emotion, but it's, it's, a, it's charity, it's what I do. You know, to the degree that I am able to see my wife or my spouse through his eyes, that determines everything in my relationship. Yeah. And we go through the scriptures in four different parts. Part one is God's design for man and woman. Part two is godly roles for husband and wife. Three is sex and intimacy within godly marriage. And also God's plan for divorce. You wanna have this important four-part video series available for a suggested donation of $30 if you call our toll-free prayer line at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org you too can have a godly marriage. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Father Andrew Kemberling of the Immaculate Heart of Mary Church in North Glen, Colorado. Uh, Father Andrew, we, we got off on some rabbit trails back there, but back to the culture war. Yes, sir. Because there is an attack on Christianity in America. We're now seeing attacks on religious freedom, especially in the military. Yes. I was a Navy chaplain, uh, and now I'm defending, for example, Air Force Academy cadets and Top Gun pilots, and a lot of people in the military are being told, you must violate your personal religious beliefs or get kicked out of the military. Yes. Now I'm told, of course, the, the Catholic Church, and even I, do not oppose the vaccine per se. Yes but people should have personal choices. I support religious freedom. Even if people disagree with my religion, I will de defend it for them. That's right. How do you feel about this? Well, the key word is the word cooperation, and that's the word that drives the moral decision-making. Some people feel that the cooperation with abortion is too close for them, and that closeness makes them, I don't want to take this vaccine because it had some association with abortion. There are some say the cooperation is so far away, I don't feel guilty of that. But who gets to determine how close is that cooperation? You do. 
your soul gets to determine that. And if you're in the military and you say that's too close of a cooperation for you, then you should have a moral right to say, no, I don't want to participate in that. That's wrong. And then the part that I find kind of interesting, because the military, a lot of people assume are men. Women should not take this vaccine for a lot of reasons. The, the miscarriage rate is out of this world. Wow. If you were a person, a woman in the military, and you want to have children in the future, they have yet to test what this does to your reproductive system. And they, we do know right now that the miscarriage rate is unacceptable. It is, I can't say how high it is, but everybody will say it is off the charts. This should not be given to women if you have any intention of having children. Well, well let's say there is, um you know, medical evidence in favor of the science of vaccines because we've always yeah. been in favor of vaccines against polio, mm -hmm. uh, against, you know, all kinds of sickness mm -hmm. has been prevented. Smallpox yeah. was replaced with, with chickenpox, which is easy to get over. Mm -hmm. um, now, they're, they're even warning about monkeypox. The next generation, it's actually a sexually transmitted disease. But where is the ethics as it pertains to personal conscience. Yes. When can I say no as a as a top gun pilot and yeah. not be fired from the military or do we need laws to protect people's conscience rights? Well, I thought we had the freedom of religion in the United States and we were protected by the Constitution of the United States, the freedom of religion. In the moral sector, I can tell you exactly where the red line is. It's what how close is it? In Catholic theology, we talk about closeness in levels of degree, okay? First, second, third, and fourth levels. Well, a good example is the fall of Babylon in the Old Testament, or in the, in, uh, the book of Revelation. And uh, it's a great story, because in the book of Revelation, when the Babylon falls, you know, Babylon's the one that is being, being held responsible. But notice the, those that shipped things, they weren't held accountable. They were crying that they wouldn't have future business. The artisans, they were condemned for selling their goods to them. It was, they were crying because now they have no market. So there's a lesson in that. It's first level of cooperation. If you're at that first level of cooperation, that's where it's immoral. But who's to say how close is that first? I understand that it's probably in the, in the order of for the vaccines, probably at the fifth or sixth level, I might have cooperated with abortion. Well, we all cooperate in many different ways, unknowingly at that level all the time. So yeah. why make why make this different than all the other behaviors in my life? For some people, they don't think like that. And even if they are at one or two levels, they figure that's close enough to be the first level. So I'm not gonna be the judge of that. That's their moral decision. And but, doesn't Paul say, in, uh, I think it's, Corinthians, uh, you know, some of you eat meat and some of you don't. Yes. And and, and don't make your brother stumble That's right. and, and allow them the freedom to choose. If it's a sin for them, then yeah. don't even set a bad example by, by joining them and doing it, doing it in front of them. That's right. But, but you don't want to force someone else to violate their conscience because that's a sin for them against God. That's right. And the scandal is what he was talking about. Don't scandalize them. And if you're the stronger one, then you make the sacrifice on the behalf of your other person. This idea in the, in the military where they're forcing people to go against their conscience is a dangerous course to go down. Yeah. Because you want people to be conscientious in the way they do things. 
because you want a conscientious soldier. Why are you trying to create non-conscientious soldiers? That's silly. Yeah. Last question, you had a, a special prayer that you pray every day. Can you uh, just teach us and then close us our, with a word of prayer? You bet. One of the prayers that I was talking to you about, because it's the, it's the three o'clock hour, and it's a very special Catholic devotion of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, a nun named uh, uh, St. Faustina, a Polish nun, had these visions of Jesus, the resurrected Lord, and said that, you know, if you would pray for, being, for mercy, the world would receive mercy. And so at the three o'clock hour, I pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet. And the actually, Divine Mercy of? It's called the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Okay, nice. Chaplet of Divine Mercy is probably a better way to say it. Yeah. And it is, it's like the rosary. You say, it's very much like the rosary. You say 10, 10 verses and then you say another prayer and you do five decades of that. And it takes about 15 minutes. But the way I pray it is I, I go to YouTube and there's a, a, there's a clip of some lady who sings it. And it's far more it's an I won't advantage. ask you to sing it for us. But. No, I, I probably won't. You don't, probably don't want me to. <laughs> but it, it's been a good prayer. I, I enjoy praying it. It really helps me understand, Gordon, that this world right now is God's mercy. And then when there's the judgment, that's his, that's his justice. If you want God's mercy, this is the place to get it. Take care of things now. Don't wait until the end of your life. Do it now. Amen. Would you lead us in prayer? By all means. Holy Lord God, we ask you to send your grace upon those who are listening today. Help their minds to understand where there is good in their lives and where there's evil. Help them to remove that evil from their lives so they are not cooperating with evil, that they're always there to know, love, and serve you, O Lord, in all that they do. We ask your blessings upon this uh, and to remain with them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Our guest has been Father Andrew Kemberling. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. If you need prayer today, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. We have a brand new action alert for the activist members of our TV audience. And we want you to take action today to stop the religious purge of Christians from the military. You mean they're kicking out Christians? Yes, by the thousands right now because religious exemption waivers are being denied by especially the Air Force. And we've seen recent headlines how Air Force Academy cadets are being kicked out and forced to repay hundreds of thousands of dollars in back scholarship money. This is just wrong. We are standing for the religious freedom of the cadets. We're asking you to call the Secretary of Defense office he is Lloyd Austin, and he wrote the policy saying that religious exemptions will be granted on a case-by-case -case basis, then why are almost zero exemption waivers being granted? We need you to take action today by calling the Secretary of Defense office, and we have his phone number. Get your pen ready to write down this phone number. We want you to call and say, please protect religious freedom. Don't purge the Christians out of the military. Here's that phone number. We want you to dial. 703-692-7100. Again, that's 703-692-7100. Call the Secretary of Defense office and then call us for a free religious freedom sticker at 866-Obey-God. Press option three, take action today. 
I'm Dr. Chaps. Do you wanna get free news alerts faster than everybody else? Do you wanna get invitations to private events to come meet me in person? Do you wanna get a free religious freedom window decal? Pick up your phone, it's right there by your hand, and text this word, text the word PRAY to 24365. Text the word PRAY to 24365 and we'll sign you up. Then call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D to get a free Religious Freedom sticker. Call today. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.